We all wish we could talk to animals. As it turns out, we can. Animal Connections with Laura Rowley explores the nature of interspecies communication. What are our animals trying to tell us? Animals commune through love, a force that opens all doors. Listening to them teaches us how to be better humans. Why? We can trust them to tell us the deepest truth about who we are and how one can grow into a more powerful version of self. Laura shares over 20 years of stories and wisdom learned from her work as an animal communicator in this hard and thought-provoking show. Welcome. I'm Laura Rowley, and you can listen to Animal Connections with Laura Rowley on syndicated Dream Vision 7 radio network every Friday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Eastern Time. You can listen online or on your mobile devices. To learn more and for a full schedule, please go to dreamvision7radio.com. Thank you for joining me again. I appreciate all the loyal followers and listeners who hopefully enjoy the show and listen to the show with enthusiasm and uh, you help inspire me when you call me in and tell me how things are going and how we're doing. Um, many of you have done that based on some previous shows I've done, one of which um, I had the pleasure, distinct pleasure, of hosting uh, Dr. Stephen Farmer. And he is a very well-renowned shamanic healer and a psychotherapist. And his body of work is about animal totems or how you can use animal totems. So he has, he's got a lot of books. Um, a couple of them are Earth Magic, Animal Spirit Guides, Messages from Animal Spirit Guides. So in this past year, um, Dr. Stephen Farmer did a collection of stories, and I had the privilege of being one of the contributing authors to the stories. And um, the book, the, the collection itself, is still available, and it's called Animals, uh, Personal Tales of Encounters with Spirit Animals. So several uh, different people wrote um, beautiful stories about their encounters with spirit animals, and they collated this nice collection of um, books that you can order. And um, a lot of people really enjoyed Dr. Stephen Farmer's chat with me when he came on my, on my uh, show on uh, Animal Connections with Laura Rowley. And I, of course, loved it. Um, he's right up my alley. I think a lot like him, and he's been a teacher to me probably for 20 or 30 years, um, informally, only because I've read his books. And when I read about animal totems, it spoke to me so strongly that I started actually to consider, well, did I have an animal totem, and is that something that speaks to me? And um, since I have a show called Animal Connections with Laura Rowley, you might guess that, in fact, it did speak to me. And so I started to use some of his principles, but also just to dial into the animal kingdom, which is what this show's all about. Um, and you, many of you, after his guest appearance with me, also became interested about learning more about animal totems and, you know, could you do something more with them yourself in your own life? Um, so hence the title of this show, which is called Animal Totems. What's yours? So I do believe that uh, many of you who listen to the show are animal people. And so you're right away dialed into the animal kingdom and probably um, use it to your benefit. 
um, and also benefit the animal kingdom by participating uh, with all of your heart and soul and how to make life good for your pets, your animals, wildlife. Um, and the more we give to that animal kingdom, the more it gives back is what I've discovered. And so this winter time is a time that is rich for going within, maybe going into a little bit of a hibernation stage and pondering, well, what can I do next with that connection? Can I strengthen it? Would I like to strengthen it? Um, do I have enough of a connection with spirit? Does the idea of animals and how they could be a totem or an archetype symbol for our own personal growth, does that resonate with me? Is it something I want to spend time doing? So in the winter, we don't get to go out and play quite as much, um, some, and especially if you live in the northern half of the country. And so it's a good time to go inside, contemplate, hmm, animal totems, could they be helping me? And if so, how? So a lot of people call me uh, before their readings and they'll say they listen to that show or they'll say they understand what I do for a living and how can they do things that are in keeping with that or develop their own set of skills. And so this class is a little bit about developing your own set of skills because it's interesting and fun to do that. It's so enriching. And so why not take the end of this year, we're in the last few days of 2023, and say to ourselves, well, what, how can I amplify 2024? What can I do to make it richer and better for myself? It's a good time to do that. Um, so if you decide to use animal totems as a way to do that, um, it's an opportunity really to sort of leave your old stuff behind. Um, that's true of any new goal we decide to do or if we decide to... Um, reach out and try something different for ourselves. The idea with using shamanistic tools like animal totems is to kind of reach out all the time and ask yourself, wouldn't I like to be doing more? Or wouldn't I like to be doing better? Or could I be happier or more peaceful, richer um, in friends, richer in family time, richer in money? Um, so part of what you have to do to, to, to kind of gain, I don't know, a foothold sometimes in your own life is kind of recognize that you're dragging some of your old stuff forward all the time. I think that's true of all of us. We get comfortable with our baggage. So our baggage can be, you know, old worries, um, concerns we may have had, uh, problems we may have had to overcome. Sometimes we forget to realize that we have overcome them. In other words, we've crossed the finish line, the flag has come down, and we can say we, we're done with that cycle of our life, and now it's time for a new one. I notice that our tendency, mine included, <laughs> um, is to kind of keep thinking we have to drag the struggle forward. We forget to tell ourselves, well, we're done with what we've had before because we want something different now. Right? Sounds simple, but... It can be tricky because you kind of get into this pattern of lugging along the things that worried you or bothered you, and you sort of forget to give yourself credit. Yay, I'm done with that. It doesn't actually need to be a worry anymore. So our fears and our anxieties, I don't know, they're, they're like they nip at our 
peacefulness. They wind it down. They make it less peaceful because we sort of think that we're, I don't know, still married to them somehow. So this is the time of year when you maybe take a little cataloging of that and you say to yourself, this is heavy to drag all this around. Why am I dragging around this luggage of old worries and anxieties? And why don't I just get rid of it? Why don't I drop the weight? You know, what if I decided to sort of freshen up my life um, by using animal totems? In this case, it's only one possible way, of course, as a way to enliven and um, make the coming months manifestations of where I want to be next, not where I have been. Right. So, you know, for example, I, I do a lot of life coaching because people call me about their animals and they like to talk about their personal struggles and issues with their own spirituality uh, because they recognize that it's all interwoven with their lives with their animals. Um, a longtime client for more than 10 years, uh, Maureen, calls me a couple times a year and we process whatever she's going through because she likes to use me as a sounding board and we usually end up talking to her dog. Um, so she was saying to me recently, she's like in her late 30s, I think, and she recently um, retired some old college debt that had been haunting her for the last decade of her life. Um, that had to do with getting her undergraduate degree as well as her master's to succeed in the job path and the career that she'd chosen. She likes her career. She's happy. But she noticed that even though she got rid of the debt a couple of months ago, she still has such anxiety about maybe owing something or having something catch up to her. Like she doesn't feel free of the debt yet. It feels heavy to her. So we were processing that idea that, you know, she'd been cash poor really her whole adult life. She'd been exhausted emotionally. She'd been um, living, you know, a tight, tight budget so that she um, almost felt like she couldn't fail. So this anxiety of if I have one down month or one thing doesn't go well, I'll fall into maybe financial despair. That's a rotten feeling, right? It's something a lot of us can equate with you know we all have our periods of deprivation for sure so this anxiety that she had was still haunting her and she goes what is my problem can you help me with this because she said I, I'm done with this big college debt it was a lot of money every month and now you know I'm freer but I noticed that I don't want to spend money even on essentials because I'm too scared and yet I'm still um, wearing clothes I wore you know for the last 10 years <laughs> I'm not updating my car like I need to get new computer. She said, there's some things I just need to do and I'm actually terrified about doing them. So, you know, we talked about that a lot and I asked her to think about, if she could, a couple of things that sort of excited her. Like, what, would, what sounds new and what sounds good to you? Forget about how you're going to pay for it. And I want, forget about the, how you're getting it isn't what you need to say to the universe. What you need to say to the universe is, what do I want? So, okay, she wanted a new computer because she needed to get up to speed. She had ancient stuff that was not working well anymore. So I said, okay, imagine yourself with that computer and how fun it'll be to easily connect and have all your everything, all systems go, have everything work really readily and really easily. So what else could be on her list, I asked her. What else is essential versus what is a desire? So it was like dragging it out of her because she, her essential list was really very basic and her desires were next to nothing. 
she was just so worried that if she spent any money to kind of update herself and get herself working properly that um, she would, I don't know, end up with nothing. So um, we decided to employ the idea of an animal totem. So she said, yeah, I'll play this game with you. Why not? I love animals. And she trusted me, so we went for it. So we made a list of her essential items that she needed, like a computer, a new car, um, to feel safe and working in this modern world. And then maybe a list, which was like dragging it out of her, of things that sounded fun or desirable, like, you know, flashier stuff that you don't really need, but it'd be nice to have, you know, a new purse, um, something that, new boots, something that made her feel kind of like hip and a little more fashionable since she hadn't updated her wardrobe. So then I asked her to imagine if she could, uh, what animal would help her with this? What animal would help her manifest what she wanted? What, was a, what animal was a good representation or symbol of the sort of things that she was desiring? It's a lot to say, but it's really animals are a symbol. We grow up with them. We think of certain animals as friendly and sweet, certain animals as scary and difficult. So I asked her what animal brought that forward to her. So she got kind of quiet. She thought about it for a few minutes. And then she came up with the idea she said, it's funny, I just saw a peacock. She goes, I kind of like the idea. You know, they strut around. They've got that magnificent tail, which is an, it's an accessory. It, they don't fly particularly better with it. The males don't. We have the big tail. Um, you know, it's flamboyant. It's colorful. It's proud. It's extra stuff about being proud. She goes, I'm thinking about a peacock. She goes, I love that idea. So uh, she arrived at peacock. So... I said, is it hard for you to imagine that a peacock could just be like the animal that counsels you about when you're making decisions, you decide to trust that idea. It's a universal idea. And you have a universal idea right now of everything being hard to pay for. You can't have anything you want. So why not just adopt a different idea, the opposite of that, which would be, I have so much extra stuff that I can have this beautiful tail and I'm flamboyant with lots of colors and everybody wants to look at me. So she laughed at it because it was kind of hard for her. But as we worked through this, through a number of appointments, and she did all this work herself, I just backed her up and told her how great she was doing because she totally took that ball and ran with it. She said it totally changed how she thought about stuff because why shouldn't she have what, she, what felt good to her? So that, in fact, was what she was disallowing, right? She wasn't allowing that to be true. So I noticed, as I talked to a lot of my clients, and a lot of friends, and even in myself. I notice sometimes that there's this disconnect or maybe a misconception on the part of the person. Um, they sort of feel like an animal should have graced them or chosen them. Like people say to me, well, how do I know what my animal totem is? None, none has ever come to me. I live in a city. <laughs> or I like cats a lot, but I don't know, is that my totem? Or I don't think I have an animal totem. I hear that a lot. I bet you 50% of the people that I talk to say that. They'll say, well, you clearly, Laura, have one because this is what you do for a living. But I sort of beg to differ. I think um, that has a little bit to do with the idea that you think the animal must sort of grace you with the gift of being your totem. Like, you're, like 
you feel then like special or I've been chosen by this animal. And your ego likes that. Your ego likes to be chosen, the chosen one. All of us, it's true. Right? Um, and sometimes during periods of your life, you know, you enjoy this relationship with spirit. You definitely feel like you can embrace the idea of maybe a bear as your totem or um, a seagull. Who knows what it is? An eagle. You, you feel like you've been given a gift of that. And you embrace it, and it's glorifying, and it's super helpful, and it gives you a boost whenever you're down. Well, good for you if you're feeling that, because a lot of people do feel that. I have another client that sees bluebirds. They can be blue herons. They can be um, bluebirds themselves. They can be blue jays. And whenever he sees one, which he thinks he sees one almost every day, it reminds him to sort of smile and feel embraced by the animal kingdom and loved. Um, so he's very in tune to it, and the more he fosters it, the more he notices it. And he's been fostering it and noticing it for probably 20 years, as long as I've known him. So I guess the trouble can be, what happens if you don't feel graced by an animal or been given the gift of something that's really obvious? What do you do? Because a lot of people feel sort of left out of that spiritual connection or a little deprived of a spiritual connection to the animal realm. Um, it can make you feel a little not chosen, a little left out. Like, oh, I don't have a totem, people will say. Bummer. So, um, that's where I want to sort of address the confusion. Why don't you just adopt, adopt a totem? Like, let yourself have one. You don't have to be chosen. You can choose it, is what I'm saying. I've had recently um, an eagle, a bald eagle, in my office. Um, like within 20 or maybe even 10 yards of me some days, he sits in a tree in my front yard or down on a rock and screams at the other birds around him. He's really, he's really loud, so he draws a lot of attention to himself. And that to me feels like such a grace. I'm like, wow, an eagle. You know, eagles represent taking the higher um, vision. Um, they have eagle eyes and they're not afraid to see the bigger picture all the time. And of course, they dive for what they want. They fold their wings and it, I don't know how fast they go, but many miles an hour, they dive at a fish and grab it and get what they want. So eagles are kind of like a great totem, right? It has to do with seeking the higher vision and getting what you want. So that's been super cool for me to see him because I've made a lot of sweeping life changes in the last six months. I've moved to a different state. Um, and sometimes all the details that it takes to move, um, you get lost in sort of the inertia of so many details to take care of that you, you lose track of the bigger picture. Like, like, oh, okay, this is a lot of work to get here. But actually, the bigger picture is this is just where I wanted to live, so isn't this wonderful? Um, so it's a wonderful help for me to hear him screech or to see him because I think, right, I'm right where I'm supposed to be even as I'm slogged down, changing my Wi-Fi, changing my phone, setting up electric, unpacking boxes, trying to figure out where to put stuff that I brought that I probably don't need. Like all that minutia, I'm getting lost in it. So I feel like the eagle reminds me, take the bigger picture, Laura. Okay, so I'm being gifted with an eagle right now. So then, of course, 
comes the question, will it last? Will I continue to have my eagle friend, you know, visit me, swooping past my window all the time, sitting on the rock and screeching? And I start to almost worry, because this is our habit. Oh, well, I lose the connection to spirit. I have to grab onto this. This could be tenuous. It could be gone, and I need it. But what if we could just say, that's okay. Maybe it's a cycle. Maybe I won't always need ego energy. I mean, ego energy is a high energy, and we all kind of want to have it. Your ego likes that energy. But maybe the next energy that will speak to me is a mouse or something you know, far more humble than the mighty eagle. So you just kind of roll with these things and you accept them and you don't try to hang on to them and you're not, you can't be afraid to lose connection with spirit, in my opinion, because we might feel deadened or a little hard of hearing in our connection with spirit, but I don't, you're never, it's never gone completely. It might be we have to turn ourselves back to the light and so you pick another totem and you ask for help to do that. Okay. So, um, I believe that you can initiate a connection, in other words. It can be, instead of thinking you have to be chosen, you can say, mm, I'm choosing it. I'm going to start to pay attention to um, that which I need. So, people think, because this is what I do for a living, that it just comes to me all the time. But when it's not coming to me, I have to actually work it and decide to make it come by maybe asking for animal totem wisdom to come through me and start to maybe go outside or through a book or online and start to think about what animals sort of appeal to me and what they can do to increase my vibration and help me turn to the next part of my life with happiness and connection. So... I want to talk to you in the next couple segments here about how you can do that yourself. Um, it's kind of simple, and it's, it's a stepped process. The first step of that process is to recognize um, some fundamental things, though. And um, one of them is that, first of all, you can adopt a different totem, and you can change things. The second thing is to recognize that um, life is cyclical, and the eagle is important to me right now, but the eagle may not be what I need later. Not having an animal totem right now might be where you're supposed to be, but now you've decided I'm going to get one now. So we're going to talk about in the next few minutes how to do that. So you've been listening to Animal Connections with Laura Rowley on syndicated Dream Vision 7 radio network. I am on every Friday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Eastern Time. You can listen online or on your mobile devices. I'll be right back. Animal Connections with Laura Rowley is an intuitive show created for you to learn what it's like to talk to animals. Laura shares 20 years of experiences of being a pet psychic and healer every Friday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Eastern Time on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, media partner for the Omega Institute. Our beloved animals share our lives and have amazing insights into our well-being, providing us with opportunities for personal growth once we truly begin to listen. It's fun to use animal wisdom to enhance our emotional and spiritual world. Who better than our furry friends to teach us the wisdom born of unconditional love? What if your dog, cat, or horse could help you with your love life? 
What would they suggest? It's fun to think about and a wonderful way to conduct yourself. After all, animals know well how to love and invite us to love them unconditionally. That's a pretty great way to live life. Animals always communicate with our highest good as their central focus, even when sometimes we feel stymied or frustrated with their behavior. Visit laurarowleyhealer.com to book a workshop or private long-distance phone reading. Laura's readings and workshops help you find the part of you that's able to tune in and connect to your amazing animals. Laura Rowley believes we can all understand by listening differently. Book a workshop or private long-distance phone reading now by going to laurarowleyhealer.com. That's L-A-U-R-A-R-O-W-L-E-Y healer.com. Quantum Jumps presents a radical new paradigm that we exist in an interconnected holographic multiverse in which we literally jump from one parallel universe to another. In a moment, you can become smarter, more confident, happier, more outgoing, more effective, in better relationships with more willpower. When you sense a new connection to another possible you living the life you'd prefer, immerse yourself naturally into that new state of being. And voila, you've made a quantum jump. Supported by scientific research, Quantum Jumps is an inspirational book backed with practical tools to help you live a happier, more prosperous life. Learn more at quantumjumps.com. Calling all authors. Have you been considering an audiobook? Well, look no further. Come take advantage of Dream Vision 7 Radio Network's unique in-house audiobook production, which includes benefits and bonuses from our radio station. Let our knowledgeable staff guide you to create the audiobook you've always dreamed of without breaking the bank. Check out our full one-stop service from A to Z, including the ACX process. Schedule a free consultation by calling 508-226-1723. That's 508-226-1723. Or go to DreamVision7Radio.com. This is DreamVision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. Welcome back, everyone. This is Laura Rowley, your hostess. Um, You're listening to Animal Connections with Laura Rowley. Um, Thank you for joining me today. I'm on every Friday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. And uh, I'm hoping that you gather wisdom and interest and fun for my show. I appreciate all the feedback that I get. Um, there's a Facebook page with this show as a title, Animal Connections with Laura Rowley, as well as my own personal um, Facebook page, which is my name, Laura Rowley. And um, you can reach me at laurarowleyhealer.com. Uh, I have an assistant, and she'll hook you up with an appointment with me if you'd like to process some of this stuff out loud with yourself and have some feedback and some support and help. That's what I do for a living as well as talk to animals. So uh, thanks for joining me. I am talking about how you can use totems, animal totems, to help you move forward, to help you get your new goals and get yourself reset for the new year or for every moment in life if you want, if it really speaks to you. I use it all the time. So I was saying that you have to be positive about yourself and you have to say, um, can an animal help me here? An animal totem. That seems kind of shamanistic and a little crazy, really. But 
If you're listening to this show and the name of it is about connecting with animals, right, then I would say the answer is yes, an animal can help you because you resonate with the animal kingdom if you're listening to the show. You love your animals, whatever they are. Could be your own personal animals or you love wild animals. Um, so you're already on the channel of animal love. So now you kind of get to pick from the cast of characters that could emerge in your story and you get to recruit a totem that comes to serve you and help you move forward. I know, it's an interesting way to think of, we're not graced by it, we say actively of our spirituality, I'm plugging in, hook me up, I'm ready for the next thing. So you ask an animal to help you. You can close your eyes, you can say just what I said, I'm plugging in, I want an animal to help me. Close your eyes and wait and see what appears. Sometimes a little set of eyes. The other day I did that and an otter kind of showed up in a dream that I had. And he swirled around in the water. He didn't say a word. I had no idea what it meant. But instead of thinking, ah, I don't know what that meant. I'm not connected. He didn't give me a story. He didn't tell me anything. Instead of doing all that, don't do that. Say, that was important. That otter meant something. Get a book. Go online. Read about otters. What do they represent? Play. Rollicking in the water. They can also be fiercely protective of their babies. So, uh, one of the reasons I made this move that I made is because I want to hike more and paint more and play more in the afternoons and I wanted to live near nature. So, I moved to, uh, I happen to live in Midcoast, Maine, where it's very much a beautiful natural world with a lot of water. So I'm taking that idea of otter under consideration. They're playful creatures. That was a message. That simple. Sometimes people want messages that are paragraphs long or what was the otter's name and what was he doing? What if it's just a representation of an idea that would help you to uh, incorporate it right now into your world to move you past the dam that is sticking in your river? Right? So look at it like that. So I'll take an example because it always helps. Um, say you want a, a mate or a life partner. We'll use that one because I think a lot of people identify with that. And so the first thing you do is step one is you identify kind of where you are. So maybe where you are is loneliness or wishing for companionship. Loneliness is probably a strong word, but it might be true. All right, so that's the first step. Now we don't stay here very long. We go, okay, the bridge, the, the, the dam in the river here that's stopping me from flowing is loneliness. I'm stuck here a little. Good. Now that you've identified it, forget about it. Because I want you to think about what's the opposite of lonely. Think about how life is in cycles, ups and downs, highs and lows. So lonely, the opposite of lonely would be what? Having a friend or a lover, companion? Having somebody to call up that's your people, that you do stuff with, whoever that is to you. Okay, so we've realized now we've gotten rid of lonely, leaving that behind us, that's the old luggage. And we're thinking about companions, lovers, friends. Oh, and you think, well, I don't have any. Not the ones I want. I need new ones, whatever you're thinking. Drop that thought because we don't want to think about what we don't have. We want to think about what we want. I want new friends. I want a new lover. I want to have better companions. So then think, what animal 
is a good totem for friendship, companionship, loving. What most lines up as an animal to what you desire. So this is an energetic exercise where you actually link your energy to that idea. Archetypical energy is super, super strong. And so you use it to give you strength. So, and it's kind of fun, honestly. Um, so, say the perfect um, lover would be two swans. Say you imagine two swans, or you think of it as two swans on a pond with their necks entwined. <laughs> get carried away. Get romantic, okay? Be a little silly with it. We are raised with so many symbols of these basic ideas that if we pull them in with us, oddly enough, they exist in and of themselves, symbols do, just like numbers do, and they are powerful. So then we've lassoed ourselves to everyone else that wants something that is about companionship, love, and friendship. And all of a sudden, we're in the same pool as those people. So they're looking for you, and you're looking for them. So all of a sudden, you're not lost. You're just going to start to meet the people that you want to manifest. Think of yourself as the swan. Get a bit shamanistic. Sometimes it might be a vision that comes to you. Let it come to you. Or it might be animals that you've been aware of in your life recently, like me with my little story about the crows or the eagles or my client. He sees all those bluebirds all over the place. By the way, while I'm doing this show, I have to, to laugh because it's very cold outside. It's 17 degrees. And two bluebirds just showed up on the birch tree outside my window here, which was Kind of interesting because I thought they migrated to where it got warmer. I thought, what are you guys doing here? So I'm going to think about those two bluebirds and what they were trying to tell me as I was talking to you about bluebirds. That's significant. So notice these little synchronicities, and it makes it fun and juicy. Go look them up. You know, I'll look up bluebirds and refresh my memory about bluebirds uh, after this call today, or this talk, excuse me. Um, so honor it is what I'm saying. With shamanism, you honor things that come to you from the natural world as if they have reverence and weight and as if they're helpers. It doesn't have to be any weirder than that. You look at the natural world as helping you. And why not? Right? Because it helps you create the safety you need to then maybe move into change and to get you comfortable with that vibe. You know, for some people, if they're looking, say, for a mate or a life partner, they might think about two puppies rolling around together, playing in the sun, kicking each other, chewing on each other's ears, and, and not really worrying about the interchange or am I upsetting them or is it hurting their feelings? Have I, not, have I bitten that puppy too hard? Puppies just go for it. Maybe you want friends around you that just go for it and aren't so careful and politically correct and worried all the time. So think of puppies playing in a big group. Because now what's happened is you're, you're working on the opposite side of the cycle of where you started. You vibrationally shifted, officially shifted into attracting what you want. If you want that, start to think of symbols that represent it. Animal archetypes and animal totems do that for you. And if you believe in spirit guides, you often end up attracting the very animal to show up in your house. Or in your life in some way or manifested by your own dog, say, or your own cat. Um, I 
have had a fox roaming my uh, my my yard is all snowy, my porch is all snowy. So there's fox prints in the morning all over my yard. Um, it goes here, it goes there, it crosses back over itself. I thought about that. Well, what could that mean? Well, what is it doing? It's crossing over itself. It's exploring. It's gone here. It's looked under that bush. It went and looked clearly in my window last night. Its two little paws were up on the windowsill. I saw prints of them. So that's me now. I'm trying to learn to explore in my new environment and not feel unsafe while I do it. So there was this little fox idea that came around and reminded me, don't forget to explore, Laura. Don't be so afraid of not having what you're used to. Don't be afraid of change. Don't be afraid to shift. And that really brightened my day. I laughed at myself because, of course, I was thinking of the 12,000 things I had to do that are, were going to be difficult. I have to go get new license plates. I need to go to find a new doctor. I need this. I have to change banks. And I was kind of plodding around through my day here, making a list of what I have to do. Instead, what I want to do is explore. So these are all new people and new friends and new services that I might be getting. And yes, it's no fun to do it, but I can bring a little love and light to what I have to do. And I thought that box reminded me about that. So if you take stuff as messages and clues, minimally, it's a lot more fun. Maximally, you're changing the energy that you're bringing into what you're giving, and that animal is contributing to the energy, and you will be bringing that energy into your life. I see this hundreds of times a month with people who talk to me about this stuff. Normal people who are not shamans, but who are interested in their spirituality and being self-reflective. You know, they're looking for patterns, maybe coincidences. Um, they're looking for clues to say, somebody is helping me be safe. Something in the world is helping guide me. Why don't I lean on it? And in this case, it's the natural world. It's a, it's a certain manifestation of spirit. Um, and, you know, when you do that, one potential outcome is that the cycles that you have, you know, highs and lows, um, lonely versus in love, they become quicker turnovers when you let things help you. In other words, the dam in the river that you hit feel now, say it bursts and it's gone tomorrow, say you hit another dam in four days. Well, why don't you just not hang around very long for that one and let that one shift too. Brace, burst it, keep going forward. Some people hit a dam and never change. Their whole lives. They're just so used to, I'm always anxious, I never make friends, I'm not going to try. They let themselves become dammed up and then water behind the dam, energy behind the dam becomes stagnant. And your life gets stagnant and, and no fun. So if you want to keep bursting through to the next cycle to keep breaking through your dams, sometimes they have a life of their own. They take a little longer to break through than you'd like. Don't worry about that. The other side always comes with a cycle. They're part of life. And so animals can help you sort of seek the next phase of your life with like an enjoyment and satisfaction that you're not doing it alone. It's coming to you and it'll get here soon enough because you've identified where you want to be next through that animal totem. I want to be courageous. I want to be strong. 
I want to be beautiful to myself. I want to be confident. And we pick that animal and we say, bring it on. Because this is who I want to be. And all of a sudden you've shifted your whole energy because you're no longer stagnant. And that is very cool stuff. Anytime we can make ourselves fresh and alive, like the coming 2000 year, 2024 is coming. We want to be fresh and alive. And I hope that this show brings you much happiness and happy, happy holidays wherever you are and with whomever you're celebrating with. And you've been listening to Animal Connections with Laura Rowley, and I appreciate your attention. Thank you. What if your dog, cat, or horse could help you with your love life? What would they suggest? It's fun to think about and a wonderful way to conduct yourself. After all, animals know well how to love and invite us to love them unconditionally. That's a pretty great way to live life. Animals always communicate with our highest good as their central focus, even when sometimes we feel stymied or frustrated with their behavior. Visit laurarowleyhealer.com to book a workshop or private long-distance phone reading. Laura's readings and workshops help you find the part of you that's able to tune in and connect to your amazing animals. Laura Rowley believes we can all understand by listening differently. Book a workshop or private long-distance phone reading now by going to laurarowleyhealer.com. That's L-A-U-R-A-R-O-W-L-E-Y healer.com. Animal Connections with Laura Rowley is an intuitive show created for you to learn what it's like to talk to animals. Laura shares 20 years of experiences of being a pet psychic and healer every Friday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Eastern Time on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, media partner for the Omega Institute. Our beloved animals share our lives and have amazing insights into our well-being, providing us with opportunities for personal growth once we truly begin to listen. It's fun to use animal wisdom to enhance our emotional and spiritual world. Who better than our furry friends to teach us the wisdom born of unconditional love? Are miracles real? Can you move from mayhem to miracles? 30 prominent authors say yes as they share their high fives and down lows of challenges, abuse, addiction, and love. Experience Hope, the magic elixir of miracles through the personal stories of New York Times bestselling authors James Redfield, Dr. Bernie Siegel, Sister Jenna, Reverend Temple Hayes, and many more. If you like bestsellers, chaos to clarity, and crappy to happy, you'll love crying and laughing through Mayhem to Miracles, Sacred Stories of Transformational Hope, available now on Amazon and in bookstores worldwide. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. Welcome back, everyone. This is Laura Rowley, your hostess. Um, You're listening to Animal Connections with Laura Rowley. Um, Thank you for joining me today. I'm on every Friday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. And uh, I'm hoping that you gather wisdom and interest and fun for my show. I appreciate all the feedback that I get. Um, There's a Facebook page with this show as a title, Animal Connections with Laura Rowley, as well as my own personal um, 
Facebook page, which is my name, Laura Rowley. And um, you can reach me at laurarowleyhealer.com. Uh, I have an assistant, and she'll hook you up with an appointment with me if you'd like to process some of this stuff out loud with yourself and have some feedback and some support and help. That's what I do for a living as well as talk to animals. So uh, thanks for joining me. I am talking about how you can use totems, animal totems, to help you move forward, to help you get your new goals and get yourself reset for the new year or for every moment in life if you want, if it really speaks to you. I use it all the time. So I was saying that you have to be positive about yourself and you have to say, um, can an animal help me here? An animal totem. That seems kind of shamanistic and a little crazy, really. But if you're listening to this show and the name of it is about connecting with animals, right, then I would say the answer is yes, an animal can help you because you resonate with the animal kingdom if you're listening to the show. You love your animals, whatever they are. could be your own personal animals or you love wild animals. Um, so you're already on the channel of animal love. So now you kind of get to pick from the cast of characters that could emerge in your story and you get to recruit a totem that comes to serve you and help you move forward. I know, it's an interesting way to think of, we're not graced by it. We say actively of our spirituality, I'm plugging in, hook me up, I'm ready for the next thing. So you ask an animal to help you. You can close your eyes, you can say just what I said, I'm plugging in, I want an animal to help me. Close your eyes and wait and see what appears. Sometimes a little set of eyes. The other day I did that and an otter kind of showed up in a dream that I had. And he swirled around in the water. He didn't say a word. I had no idea what it meant. But instead of thinking, ah, I don't know what that meant. I'm not connected. He didn't give me a story. He didn't tell me anything. Instead of doing all that, don't do that. Say, that was important. That otter meant something. Get a book. Go online. Read about otters. What do they represent? Play. Rollicking in the water. They can also be fiercely protective of their babies. So, uh, one of the reasons I made this move that I made is because I want to hike more and paint more and play more in the afternoons and I wanted to live near nature. So, I moved to, uh, I happen to live in Midcoast, Maine, where it's very much a beautiful natural world with a lot of water. So I'm taking that idea of otter under consideration. They're playful creatures. That was a message. That simple. Sometimes people want messages that are paragraphs long or what was the otter's name and what was he doing? What if it's just a representation of an idea that would help you to uh, incorporate it right now into your world to move you past the dam that is sticking in your river? Right? So look at it like that. So I'll take an example because it always helps. Um, say you want a, a mate or a life partner. We'll use that one because I think a lot of people identify with that. And so the first thing you do is step one is you identify kind of where you are. So maybe where you are is loneliness or wishing for companionship. Loneliness is probably a strong word, but it might be true. All right, so that's the first step. Now we don't stay here very long. We go, okay, the bridge, the, the, the dam in the river here that's stopping me from flowing is loneliness. I'm stuck here a little. Good. Now that you've identified it, forget about it. 
because I want you to think about what's the opposite of lonely. Think about how life is in cycles, ups and downs, highs and lows. So lonely, the opposite of lonely would be what? Having a friend or a lover, companion? Having somebody to call up that's your people, that you do stuff with, whoever that is to you? Okay, so we've realized now, we've gotten rid of lonely, leaving that behind us, that's the old luggage. And we're thinking about companions, lovers, friends. Oh, and you think, well, I don't have any. Not the ones I want. I need new ones, whatever you're thinking. Drop that thought, because we don't want to think about what we don't have. We want to think about what we want. I want new friends. I want a new lover. I want to have better companions. So then think, what animal is a good totem for friendship, companionship, loving? What most lines up as an animal to what you desire? So this is an energetic exercise where you actually link your energy to that idea. Archetypical energy is super, super strong. And so you use it to give you strength. So, and it's kind of fun, honestly. Um, so, say the perfect um, lover would be two swans. Say you imagine two swans, or you think of it as two swans on a pond with their necks entwined. <laughs> get carried away. Get romantic, okay? Be a little silly with it. We are raised with so many symbols of these basic ideas that if we pull them in with us, oddly enough, they exist in and of themselves, symbols do, just like numbers do, and they are powerful. So then we've lassoed ourselves to everyone else that wants something that is about companionship, love, and friendship. And all of a sudden, we're in the same pool as those people. So they're looking for you, and you're looking for them. So all of a sudden, you're not lost. You're just going to start to meet the people that you want to manifest. Think of yourself as the swan. Get a bit shamanistic. Sometimes it might be a vision that comes to you. Let it come to you. Or it might be animals that you've been aware of in your life recently, like me with my little story about the crows or the eagles. Or my client, he sees all those bluebirds all over the place. By the way, while I'm doing this show, I have to, to laugh because it's very cold outside. It's 17 degrees. And two bluebirds just showed up on the birch tree outside my window here, which was Kind of interesting because I thought they migrated to where it got warmer. I thought, what are you guys doing here? So I'm going to think about those two bluebirds and what they were trying to tell me as I was talking to you about bluebirds. That's significant. So notice these little synchronicities, and it makes it fun and juicy. Go look them up. You know, I'll look up bluebirds and refresh my memory about bluebirds uh, after this call today, or this talk, excuse me. Um, So honor it is what I'm saying. With shamanism, you honor things that come to you from the natural world as if they have reverence and weight and as if they're helpers. It doesn't have to be any weirder than that. You look at the natural world as helping you. And why not? Right? Because it helps you create the safety you need to then maybe move into change and to get you comfortable with that vibe. You know, for some people, if they're looking, say, for a mate or a life partner, they might think about two puppies rolling around together, playing in the sun, kicking each other, chewing on each other's ears, 
and, and not really worrying about the interchange or am I upsetting them or is it hurting their feelings? Have I, not, have I bitten that puppy too hard? Puppies just go for it. Maybe you want friends around you that just go for it and aren't so careful and politically correct and worried all the time. So think of puppies playing in a big group. Because now what's happened is you're, you're working on the opposite side of the cycle of where you started. You vibrationally shifted, officially shifted into attracting what you want. If you want that, start to think of symbols that represent it. Animal archetypes and animal totems do that for you. And if you believe in spirit guides, you often end up attracting the very animal to show up in your house or in your life in some way or manifested by your own dog, say, or your own cat. Um, I have had a fox roaming my, uh, my, my yard is all snowy, my porch is all snowy, so there's fox prints in the morning all over my yard. Um, it goes here, it goes there, it crosses back over itself. I thought about that, well, what could that mean? Well, what is it doing? It's crossing over itself, it's exploring. It's gone here, it's looked under that bush, it went and looked clearly in my window last night. Its two little paws were up on the windowsill, I saw prints of them. So that's me now. I'm trying to learn to explore in my new environment and not feel unsafe while I do it. So there was this little fox idea that came around and reminded me, don't forget to explore, Laura. Don't be so afraid of not having what you're used to. Don't be afraid of change. Don't be afraid to shift. And that really brightened my day. I laughed at myself because, of course, I was thinking of the 12,000 things I had to do that are, were going to be difficult. I have to go get new license plates. I need to go to find a new doctor. I need this. I have to change banks. And I was kind of plodding around through my day here, making a list of what I have to do. Instead, what I want to do is explore. So these are all new people and new friends and new services that I might be getting. And yes, it's no fun to do it, but I can bring a little love and light to what I have to do. And I thought that box reminded me about that. So if you take stuff as messages and clues, minimally, it's a lot more fun. Maximally, you're changing the energy that you're bringing into what you're giving, and that animal is contributing to the energy, and you will be bringing that energy into your life. I see this hundreds of times a month with people who talk to me about this stuff. Normal people who are not shamans, but who are interested in their spirituality and being self-reflective. You know, they're looking for patterns, maybe coincidences. Um, they're looking for clues to say, somebody is helping me be safe. Something in the world is helping guide me. Why don't I lean on it? And in this case, it's the natural world. It's a, it's a certain manifestation of spirit. Um, and, you know, when you do that, one potential outcome is that the cycles that you have, you know, highs and lows, um, lonely versus in love, they become quicker turnovers when you let things help you. In other words, the dam in the river that you hit, feel now, say it bursts and it's gone tomorrow, say you hit another dam in four days. Well, why don't you just not hang around very long for that one and let that one shift too. Brace, burst it, keep going forward. Some people hit a dam and never change. 
your whole lives. They're just so used to, I'm always anxious, I never make friends, I'm not going to try. They let themselves become dammed up, and then water behind the dam, energy behind the dam, becomes stagnant. And your life gets stagnant and, and no fun. So if you want to keep bursting through to the next cycle, to keep breaking through your dam, sometimes they have a life of their own, they take a little longer to break through than you'd like. Don't worry about that. The other side always comes with a cycle. They're part of life. And so animals can help you sort of seek the next phase of your life with like an enjoyment and satisfaction that you're not doing it alone. It's coming to you and it'll get here soon enough because you've identified where you want to be next through that animal totem. I want to be courageous. I want to be strong. I want to be beautiful to myself. I want to be confident. We pick that animal and we say, bring it on, because this is who I want to be. And all of a sudden, you've shifted your whole energy because you're no longer stagnant. And that is very cool stuff. Anytime we can make ourselves fresh and alive, like the coming 2000 year, 2024 is coming, we want to be fresh and alive. And I hope that this show brings you much happiness and happy, happy holidays wherever you are and with whomever you're celebrating with. And you've been listening to Animal Connections with Laura Rowley, and I appreciate your attention. Thank you. Thank you for joining Animal Connections with Laura Rowley. Heard every Friday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Eastern Time on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Join Laura next time to discover how you can embrace the wisdom flowing from your loved animals. Communication starts with an intention to understand. Each week, Laura helps you find your own unique ability to create a better understanding of yourself as taught through the loving eyes of your animals. To connect with Laura Rowley, go to laurarowleyhealer.com. That's L-A-U-R-A-R-O-W-L-E-Y healer.com. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow.